Well, hello there, and welcome to the AFA podcast, the official podcast of animationforadults.com. This is episode 53, and you can find all our previous episodes on animationforadults.com, on Stitcher, iTunes, and podcast.com. And I am Chris, and I am joined, as always, by Dan. Hello, Dan. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Uh, good, thanks. You? Very good, you? Oh, well, good. Yes, you, let's <laughs> yes. and forever and ever. Yeah, this could go on for a long time. Um, we are not joined by Rachel this week. Uh, unfortunately, she well, not unfortunately, because she's off on a holiday, so she's having fun. So, but we miss her anyway. Um, but we are joined this week by a special guest. We are joined by Danny Abram. Hello. Hiya. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> yeah, I'm really good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I'm quite nervous, though. You're very welcome. You're joining <laughs> us to talk this week about the about Ardman because it is their 40th anniversary this month. Happy birthday! And we thought, and we thought, what a perfect time to talk about Ardman. And um, if you'd just like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, cool. Okay, so um, uh, my name is Danny, and I've been an animator for nearly 10 years now. Uh, mostly CG and 2D digital animation. I've worked in uh, across the games and the children's TV and feature film industries. I've been like quite lucky. I've been on some pretty big projects. Uh, I've, the feature films, I've worked on Armin's The Pirates, which I think that's why you've got me on. <laughs> and I've just recently ah. come off Mike Mort's Chuck Steele's Night of the Trampires as a compositor. So I do a little bit of everything. Oh, I've been around a bit. <laughs> that looks so good. <laughs> oh my God, have you, seen, have you seen the stills and stuff they've been releasing? It's sexy. <laughs> I've seen some of them. I've seen, I've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer, yeah. and I've seen some of the, some of the in production stuff. Yeah, it's so good looking. I cannot wait for it to be out. Next next year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 2017. I think we're well, hoping uh, for it. Yeah. I think production yeah. finish, like animation production finishes in March. So, sometime after that. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, so, uh, before we get into our Ardman discussion, we're going to do our normal discussion of news topics and some stuff about we've, what we've been watching. And this week, we're mainly going to be talking about Kubo and the Two Strings, Yay! which is nice and relevant because it's a stop-motion animation. And like it ties in nicely with our Kubo discussion. Okay, so on to the news. Uh, the first thing I wanted to we want to cover is a... A uh, crowdfunding campaign, uh, a Kickstarter for a film called Gone in a Flash. And this is a documentary about the early days of internet animation. And it is, it's in the last, last uh, few fa- last few days of the, um, uh, of the campaign. Has it been funded? <clears throat> I'm going to Google it. Uh, no, <gasps> I don't think so. so I should probably check that. <laughs> Oh, there's only six days to go. Have you got, have you got, are you looking at it? <laughs> I just Googled it. I'm just about to. Yeah, it up. it's, it's, um, it, it needs our help. Yeah. Oh. Which is why we're Don't bringing it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, 57 backers. We've got six days to go. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not very close at the moment. Uh, so is the idea that it's going to be like an oral history of that time 
We're going to interview some of the big names. Uh, although, to be honest, I only really recognise two of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they've gone for the biggest ones of the like the creators that I would have thought from that era. But then I guess this is quite American. So yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah. very American. Okay, because like David Firth is obviously the only and one the per, per yeah the person who's making it is actually a um, cousin of one of the web animators. <laughs> oh, cool. So that might be why he's. Like chose those particular people. Ah, yeah, but David yeah. first, only British guy, as far as I know. Ah, oh, salad fingers. <laughs> no. <That's creep. laughs> no. I couldn't believe that existed. When I think I, I must have been about fourteen when I first found out. I was like, this is. It. It felt like a bit evil. Like <laughs> something bad was going to happen to me after watching it. Yes. Yeah. I always thought it was a bit Tim Burton-esque, really, like his um, like his sketches, like the right, like the melancholy death of Oyster Boy yeah, and things like that. Yeah, like with all the circles around the eyes and the like wonky texture and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I was introduced to that. I think it was like on Weeble's website originally. Yeah. Like he shared it, like. Obviously, he didn't make it, but it's like, oh, this is really cool. I just want everyone to see it. And then um, I was introduced to David First stuff, and I, I liked uh, some of his um, less dark stuff, to be honest. He did Burnt Face Man, who who was a superhero uh, with a burnt face. Oh, my God. I think did it have wasn't very a good. theme tune. Can you remember the theme tune? I want you to sing it. No. <laughs> I think I'll remember. I don't remember the theme tune. Am I thinking of something else then? I don't think there was. I don't think it was a theme song. Okay, okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I remember that the um, his the, his uh, catchphrase was, "Crime is a shit that needs wiping up." <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is. Very mature. <laughs> um, I may have a burnt face, but that doesn't mean I can't fight crime. Take that crime, you shit. Of course, that wasn't really crime. That was just a box with crime written on it. Ah, 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 ah. But seriously, crime is a shit that needs wiping up. That's kind of what was great about all those, like, Flash cartoons. That there was just no limit on what you could do. No quality control. Yeah, well, yeah, I thought, yeah. No, no, no sense, no, yeah, no, no notes and, and no quality <laughs> control, so. Yeah, Joe Cartoon was just a bunch of hamsters in, and it was interactive as well, hamsters in blenders and microwaves and and they swear at you and it wasn't, it, it wasn't subtle. <laughs> uh, but it's an interesting period in animation history. Mm-hmm. I do like how they so, describe it as like the punk rock era. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it yeah. Really that is, makes yeah. it sound way cooler than it was, right? <laughs> I wish I was back mm. then making cartoons, punk rock style. So if you want to see that, you have to back the project. I kind of want to back it. Yeah, and by the time this this comes out, it'll be even even closer to the time that it is going to be 
so we will put the uh, link to it in the show notes, or it's on on animationfredox.com, and you can head over to that and see if you're interested in helping that happen. Awesome. Okay. Hey, we've just been joined by Yvonne. Yvonne's just popped by <laughs> in, in, in her ever busy schedule. Uh, she's made some time to pop by. Hey, Yvonne, how's it going? Good. <laughs> I feel yeah. I'm, things are good. I'm. I'm. Uh, it's there's a lot to do. <laughs> you don't right say. Now, so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, for the festival, it's coming up. Um, what oh, festival's that, Yvonne? Well, the festival. <laughs> it's uh, Animation Nights New York. We're doing uh, Annie first ever Annie Best of Fest, September 29th and 30th, all day. If you're in the New York City area, please do join us. Um, it's going to be great. And I just got a confirmation. We just well, we just got the description um, for the uh, the prize that will be offered for the animation for adults winner. So that's very <laughs> exciting. So we look forward to announcing that, or Rachel will be announcing that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, it's super exciting. It's very exciting. <laughs> uh, um, that's right. You you uh, said that you be doing some VR stuff that you wanted to mention yes um, so yeah I played around a little bit I took a, um, a little mini vacation by um, putting on a VR headset <laughs> <laughs> honestly I swear to god that it sort of worked <laughs> um, I did uh, three things I played in um, the rec room um, which basically means uh, it's it's, uh, I got to play dodgeball with um, a lot less shame than I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, also, I think I was playing with a bunch of 10-year-olds. <laughs> um, now or then? Yeah, uh, I was probably 10 then, last time I played dodgeball. <laughs> so probably both times. No, but um, yesterday, it was a bunch of kids, mostly, I think. But um, And I, I lost miserably. <laughs> like, but it was um, still really, really fun. Um, rec room is basically, you. Um, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a rec room with different sports, and you can um, play with random, like, random pickup games with groups of people. Um, and, of course, you get to change the little appearance of your avatar and stuff like that. Um, and the other thing I checked out was uh, goblins and gnomes. Gnomes and goblins. Anyway, the um, Favreau, uh, like, the, uh, interactive, I don't know if it's a game or a film, but there's interactivity just in the demo alone. So that was really, really cool. Um, that was actually one of the coolest things that I checked out. Um, you get there are three things that I've been waiting for so far in a demo. <laughs> now that I've checked out everything, but at least um, with regard to what I looked at, um, there's a mystery, <laughs> there's a fantasy environment, there's um, shrinking, <laughs> and uh, interactivity. So uh, you <laughs> you get to you sort of shrink down to the size of the little characters, and that's kind of all that happens. But there is some interactivity with the one of the characters, and it was it was totally immersive and. Um, and really cool. Like I, I can't wait. And then the other thing I checked out was Mars, which was, it was Mars Odyssey, which was um, pretty neat too. You just kind of get sent off in these really super easy missions. Um, it, it had some cool elements. I mean, it wasn't as um, 
I thought I was going to be sort of blown away by it, but um, it was still really neat to sort of, you know, be on the surface of Mars and, you know, um, weld a little bit of machinery yeah. together <laughs> to help a mission. You know what I mean? It's just fun. But it definitely, it seems like um, it may be, uh, the focus might be uh, for kids. I mean, honestly, I, I didn't do a lot of research. I just kind of dived in, put the headset on. And um, yeah, it's really extraordinary stuff. Cool. Where did you get to do all that? Hmm? Where did you get to do all that? At home. At home. <laughs> In my studio. No, I um I uh we're we have a couple of um we're doing some HTC Vive experiences as part of the festival as along with Oculus Rift and some Samsung Gear stuff. So um I I have an HTC Vive for research purposes. Ah, okay. <laughs> And um, you know, taking advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty extraordinary. I I'm looking forward to um, ooh, the other thing I checked out actually was um, but not yesterday. It was a, a little while back. Is you know, I don't know if you guys looked at Second Life at all. Did you ever played that? Second oh, Life. I've had. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it was before. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's something else. I tell you, um, I've I've looked at it. Um, um, I actually purchased some Bitcoin through Second Life, which I just thought was cool. <laughs> but um, but it really, I mean, if that if that environment and virtual world is um, successfully, which it is, I mean, they're working on a project. Sansar um, uh, is going to be ported into the virtual reality environment. I mean, that's just like freaking Snow Crasher, Snow Crasher, any of these other. I mean, it's like sci-fi now you know i mean really it's you're in a virtual world with avatar i mean the next thing that will you know just be waiting for the virtual synthetic drugs no <laughs> whatever <laughs> i can't remember that i have to reread that book but anyway like um it's nuts but i did check out um high fidelity which i'm not sure exactly how that john cusack no, not with John Cusack. <laughs> Good film. Although I have to say, I, I know I, I kind of want to rewatch that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. There are only a couple little environments, but it's it's uh, it's something else. I mean, Second Life is there are some dark corners to that um, virtual world that are really fascinating. <laughs> so I'm I just can't wait to see what strangeness um will exist in the virtual world because um that's gonna that's gonna be fun to uh to talk about <laughs> anyway that's wow. me other than uh watching um, <laughs> a lot of films i i'm about 220 behind Ooh. on the film submissions Ooh. yeah so that's about about the amount um you all had to watch for the uh to to select the animation for adults winner so no, we only get to watch 20. I'm subjected. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's yeah. what the judges had to watch to select the 20, and you guys had to watch the 20, right? Wow, yeah, you we... guys got off easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a joy to watch all the films. <laughs> right, on with the news. Right, uh, something else that's happened in the last week is that um, some news has emerged about a non-animated thing going animated. And that is Doctor Who, which is getting a um, one of its old episodes is being remade as an animated version. Because basically, there's a bunch of Doctor Who episodes that got completely lost because 
the BBC used to not really care and just used to tape over <laughs> old programmes with new ones. And they didn't really think that anyone would care. Um, like my brother used to. Hey, it's easy then. <laughs> yeah, but it's maybe, you know, on a video at home, but on a t <laughs> in a TV station. <laughs> so there's a bunch of Doctor Who things that people have been trying to track down. And sometimes they find like little bits of lost episodes and and sometimes they try and piece them back together and this this particular one from uh, from 1966 called the power of the Daleks uh, they basically got the audio from it and they'd lost most of the most of the original footage and they are recreating it through animation and they're doing it actually uh, in two in 2d with a bit of CG uh, but they're doing it in black and white like the original and it looks really cool. That's so cool. That's such yeah, cool that's awesome. They've done, I think, like little bits like that before, but I don't think they've done like a full, full story. Because I think they've had like a story where two episodes are missing or something, and they go, right, we're going to do some of them animated. And they... That's amazing. I'm sorry, I can't. Not... Who is your <laughs> Doctor Who? Which who is everybody's Doctor Who? Do you yeah. all have your, your Doctor Who? Or... Oh, that's hard. I absolutely dread this question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't watched any Doctor Who ever. I'm sorry. Am I out now? Am I out? Am I expelled? No, 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 no. not at all. That's cool because now, so now, now you're off the hook from the difficulty of the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, okay, good. I think, I think like, I don't know about you, Chris, but like I'm of like generation where like Doctor Who wasn't really on when I was a kid. I so... saw the very, very end of it originally. Right. I saw a bit of Sylvester McCoy, and I remember, really? I remember seeing, seeing it like, and I remember most of my childhood being resenting the fact that it wasn't on because I was like, I don't know, like six or seven, Aww. and and it was on. And it was scary and great, and then it wasn't on <laughs> forever. And Aww. so I, I was so excited when they were bringing back the the TV movie, and then <laughs> it was rubbish, and it didn't come back. Was, was that weird. Christopher Eccleston? No, that was that was um no. Tim McGann. Okay. It was like in ninety uh, mid in America. Yeah, they yeah. tried an, a US co-production with Fox or something. Oh wow. It was like a TV movie, and that's all that ever happened. And then, obviously, it came back more recently. So, yeah, I didn't. I did see like repeats of like mm -hmm. old ones because it used right. to be on. It used to be yeah. on like Sunday lunchtime or something on BBC Two. With, yeah, um, this is this is this is it. This is the same, same for me. I that counts. I can kind, <laughs> I can kind of like change like depending. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. Who's who's yours, Yvonne? Well, I saw um, uh, just bits and pieces of um, Tom, Tom Baker, the the long, yeah. the scarfed, <laughs> the long scarf <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> and um, thanks, like, thanks for telling. <laughs> and that that was um, my stepfather was a huge Doctor Who fan, and um, so that's how I was like, hmm, what's that? Like, he was also a big sci-fi fan. Um, so he was a, sort of a, a 
influence. <laughs> and actually, a lot of the stuff that I do today. Um, but uh, but yeah, I have to say, like, I got into the um, more recent. I think I probably got more into Doctor Who recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, me too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Debbie, so... about all this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I, my, my friends will kill me. <laughs> I am, I'm so sorry. There's still time. It's all there. There's like, there's no more know, late, know, late to the party, right? This is a Mark Marin thing yeah, that he always yeah. says. Like, there's no late to the party anymore. Now it's like, just... where do I start? Exactly. <laughs> I did quite fancy David Tennant. He looks quite cool. Yeah. So maybe I would start with him. Maybe. I don't know. Well, it's it's weird. I don't know if I could go back to like when it first came back because I liked it at the time, but I kind of think, was it any good? <laughs> but I I actually really like Matt Smith. I think he's great. <laughs> he is. I really like him too. I was actually waiting for him. He's so I don't know. He's so good. But I really I have to say though, um, um, Christopher Christopher Eccleston made me that season made me cry. <laughs> like at the end like I got choked up like I was just like no but he was he I he's just such a terrific actor but there's something about him I think he may be um he was sort of my favorite of the group but yeah I did really like Matt Smith too <laughs> mm. anyway yeah, I, I thought I thought he's gonna be rubbish he's he's too young he can't be Dr. Right. and then and then I saw a picture of him like wearing a, a yeah. um, like a weed thing and I go oh I see what they're doing yeah (laughs) like an old man but he's young and honestly yeah he's he's got a perfect look for that too you know he's he's got he's got kind of an ageless quality but youthful yeah it's it's true (laughs) (laughs) so do you you know with the animated one the new one if that's Mm -hmm. an old refound episode what which doctor is that going to be it is apparently it is oh what's it called it's the second one, who is uh, not in this article that I've mentioned. Oh. Um, second <laughs> one. The second one. William, is it William Hartnell? No, he was the first. He was the first one. Oh, it's a regeneration one. It's the hand regeneration. So it is oh. William Hartnell into Patrick Troughton. Is that it? Oh, cool. Okay. I think. He's got a recorder. A recorder? Apparently. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I'm I not familiar any with of the old... earlier ones. That I haven't much. seen that. I haven't seen any of that old ones. Oh, look at <laughs> I've him! I've seen, I've seen some John Pertwee, and I've seen some, uh, what's his face, Tom Baker, who's still got the most amazing voice in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, and yeah, so that's <laughs> it's yes, yeah, the regeneration episode between the first and second Doctor, and. Uh, and that is coming out um, in November, and it's be but it's cool. not going to be on TV. Uh, it's being released. Uh, it's being released via the BBC Store on the fifth of November, and then on DVD in the UK from November twenty fourth, and presumably in America not much long after. I'm exciting. So that's cool. that's Doctor Who done. <laughs> we got a little sidetrack there. <laughs> Sorry, my fault. <well. laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> You're like, mute, mute yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, you come back on. No, I have to know. I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> your favourite doctor. 
<laughs> I know, I couldn't. I was, <laughs> all right, I'm just going to go back to my closet again. <laughs> uh... Brilliant. Uh, okay, one last news story before we move on. And that is in the world of anime streaming. Um, and that is the big news that Funimation and Crunchyroll are teaming up, mm-hmm. which is kind of big because they're like the two big rivals in the anime streaming world and mm-hmm. instead of competing over shows they're going to team up and share shows and the idea is that Crunchyroll will have subtitled stuff and Funimation will have dubbed uh, so mm. basically whatever your choice is then you can choose so because a lot of people are like oh, all the shows are split between different sites and stuff and obviously they're trying to make it so that's less the case but is it a monopoly sort of because there are other sites as well and but it's also going up against people like you know netflix and amazon who have been getting into anime more recently and Mm. so they're thinking that (laughs) it's better to work work together i think um (laughs) yeah this this is a story it'd be good to the have. The enemy of my here. enemy is my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also, Crunchyroll are going to be releasing some stuff on DVD, and Funimation are going to dub it and distribute it for them, including Cabinori of the Iron Fortress, which is the um, the Attack on Titan meets Thomas the Tank Engine show that we talked about before. That is pretty cool. <laughs> that I still <laughs> cannot picture. I, I can't. I I don't know what that means. <laughs> No. <laughs> me neither. Let's just no, move on. Where's, where's Rachel? <laughs> that just it reminds me of the um, you know, the Dark Tower is coming out, and there's that whole Thomas the Engine sort of post-apocalyptic character <laughs> or representation what? in the Dark Tower. Yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine in the Dark oh, Tower. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah the book. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, and there's a whole. I'm so glad you know what I'm talking about. And the, <laughs> I was like, how am I going to There's, there's, a, there's a, yeah, there's like a in in the world of the Dark Tower. There's like a picture book. Yes. Yeah. Right, but it becomes cool. a sort of representation of, mm-hmm. well, all kinds of stuff, like so many other things, and that. Oh, I can't wait for that movie. Anyway, um. But but yeah, there's even there, all in, in Fallout as well. There are some mods that um, incorporate <laughs> Thomas the Thomas the engine. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. So you just pop it in for your interjection every now and then. I'm so sorry. Let me just it's knock fine. over your knock over your building that you're <laughs> building. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Funimation and Crunchyroll teaming up together. Cats and dogs living together. Madness. Whatever. Yeah. What could <laughs> go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? So, yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that pretty much covers the news for this week. And for our, our uh, usual discussion of stuff we've been watching, uh, basically, we've all seen the same thing. And that is. Kubo and the Two Strings, which finally came out in the UK this week. Yay! <laughs> after after <laughs> listening to all the Americans talk about it for a month. Or <laughs> Avo- avoiding listening to the Americans <laughs> talking about it. Like Yvonne was on and she was like, 
I've seen it, and I was just like, shut up. Shut up. Don't yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, mm. it really, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. It's quite, so it's quite fresh and raw for me right now. I saw it today. Ooh, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I think I need to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I was certainly, like, in a bit of a, I was a bit phased by it as well, like walking out of the cinema, like, oh, yeah. oh, what's going on? Stunned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> the word. Yeah. It's. I think we liked it. Is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than like, like. That's so funny. I, I mean, yes, I know. Obviously, I liked it, but I've been really effective. I wasn't expecting it to be so emotional. I don't know why. Obviously, they've always got like quite lovely, like emotional stories to them, like a movie. Yeah. This one, oh, oh. Oh, this one Anything had with me. Parents though, just kills me. <laughs> this one had me in the first like ten, like minutes. So I was like, oh, yeah, no. yeah. oh no, they're... yeah, they've it's started breaking, early. It's true. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. usually it's like the end of the film, which is like uh, there's like a reveal or something, kind of like in, in Paranorman. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a reveal, yep. and yep. then it's like, oh no, that's really sad. But this one was just like, got straight in there. I was like, mm-hmm. oh Christ! <laughs> yeah, I was What's glad it was a yeah. it was a quiet screening in a way. But you wanted that's to be part of it, did you? Cry? Yeah. It was the only person in the screening. <gasps> so I you could cry all you want. I could. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> what is there, wrong with you? There might have been a little, there might have been a little moment, but you know, it wasn't bloods or anything. It was just a, you know, just a sniff. Are you are you a crier in in movies? Uh, well, I tell the thing is, I can be, and the thing is that due to events in my life over the past few years now sort of anything with like par- um like mm-hmm. uh with um parents i mean kids losing a parent mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. is kind of my kryptonite and uh animation mm-hmm. kind of goes there quite a lot feels in it doesn't it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like yeah i can't really avoid that mm. <laughs> but yeah um it didn't you know it, i did i did feel emotional about it but i i'm just I didn't go full on <laughs> or anything, uh, but I could have done because there was no one around. You know. <laughs> Tell you what, though, still sat in my um, my uh, allocated seat. Allocated seat, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> because I'm yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there. Popcorn, uh... I was sitting there thinking, I don't. I'm in my allocated seat. I don't suppose I really need to. But then I thought. <laughs> But, was it a good seat? I mean, but I thought I did choose this seat. It was in the far left corner. Yeah, <laughs> behind a beam. No. It was uh, a perfectly, it was a perfectly decent seat. Uh, but I, it, I did, it, you know, it did, I did amuse myself temporarily, thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> you could take two seats. <laughs> but you know, you have to, you have to draw the line somewhere. I mean, society would fall down if everyone just sat anywhere, wouldn't they? I mean, there are there are cinemas where where you don't, where there isn't allocated seating. And the first time I went to one, it freaked me out. 
<laughs> I've never heard of allocated seating in in a in a cinema. It's just when when you book, oh, really? you choose your seat. Do they not have that in America? Nope. You just <laughs> it's like first come first 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 arrive first served. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's like I think oh. that's how it should be. That's how it should be. Yeah. You know, like at, you have to ask people to scoot over and stuff if they you know start <laughs> giving themselves space. It's the, it's the, it's the complete opposite in China. I saw a movie in China, and someone was late to the movie, and they they came in and I was sitting in their seat and I didn't realize, and they said get up, <gasps> and, I, and I had to move. And it wasn't a very good seat, but it was just like they were like you, Chris. They were like, nope, I paid for the seat. It was D sixteen and. Damn it! I'm gonna sit in D16, and I had to get up. That happened oh. to me in the UK as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Like 20 minutes into the film. Something like that. Yeah. Wow. Well, that well, or I don't know when it was, but definitely someone came up to no, you're in my seat. That's and it so. Was like, that was like the first time I'd ever been to one with allocated seating, I think. And I thought, what? People actually stick to the allocated seats. So wow. you know, I've changed quite a lot. How strange. Did they shine a spotlight on you? <laughs> and an alarm goes off? I think it's because <laughs> they the tried seat. to think they'd, um, yeah, they, I just had to move. <laughs> wow. Anyway, the film. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> experiences <laughs> aside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, the first, the part that really, um, well, I mean, the whole thing was great, but when those... I, I think we're doing... Sorry, mm, just no, got you. Yes? I think we're doing... Non-spoilers. Like, first, like, trailer, yeah, trailer non-spoilery, like... Yep. Yep. Okay, gotcha. So, um, but the, the little paper pieces, I can talk about those. Yeah. <laughs> those are in the um, trailer. So, when those sort of appeared, um, I wanted to be in the world, like, so desperately. Right? Like, when, yeah, when they appeared, I had such a reaction to them. Yeah, me too. Like, I was like, wow, they're flying. It's mm -hmm. magic. Yeah. And for some reason, that happens. Like, <laughs> that's not a special thing for movies no, to do. But I for know. some reason, it was just like, yeah. it felt like magic to me. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I don't know what that was either. I thought about that as well. Like, as it was happening, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I wanted to experience this film in virtual reality. Isn't that mm -hmm. funny? Like, I wanted to be with the, I wanted to be in a world where that actually happened I think that's part of it that it's that magical plus the, the sort of combination like the little prince had like of, of different um, types of animation right yeah um, this it did was, it so this yeah. did it like so well it was just a complete like yeah. um, celebration really of like yeah. every type of visual art that you could manage it's true yeah so it was well put yeah. Did you all see it in 3D? Yes. No. No. Because 3D stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even an option in the cinema I was in, but I just wondered if anyone had... Because I'd heard people say it was worth watching it in 3D. It was really good, yeah. I, I, I think I'd go back and watch it again in 3D, maybe. Now that I've I seen think, it. I think just stop motion. some of the set pieces, like... Hmm. Mm. Yeah, stop motion. Because Car that was the big thing with Coraline. Mm -hmm. When that came, that was like a that was like the first like wave of three D movies around like what was it like two thousand? Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't care for Coraline in three D. Honestly, I thought it was a little bit 
it was a gratuitous to me, except for the end portion, that sort of trailer sort of thing at the very end. That seemed like it was created for the 3D experience. I mean, in my opinion, anyway. But mm -hmm. but this film, um, it was totally different. I mean, I yeah, I didn't think about it. I put the glasses on, and that was it. I was in the world. I mean, I wanted obviously like more of it. <laughs> I wanted to be like, I would be able to be in the world, you know. But um, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about it at all. Which is, I guess, the point. <laughs> I I wrote an article about it for mm -hmm. um for the um anime limited blog, even though it's not anime, but it's Japanese thing. So I I was able to get them to let me write an article about it. Um, and I discovered when I was writing that up that there was like a particular Japanese artist that they were inspired by, oh. who was like a um, woodblock artist. And they tried to c recreate the like the textures all the way through the film. Oh, that's so cool! So they they tried to make it look woodblock, and uh, wow. so I was looking out for that when I was watching it. I was like, oh yeah, look, I can see that. <laughs> I couldn't possibly catch hold of everything. It was just packed, like mm -hmm. yeah. I you're gonna it's gonna be like something to rewatch just to. Mm -hmm. Just to really be able to look at everything. Mm -hmm. oh, totally. It's just one of those films I just came out going, I can't wait to have that on Blu-ray. <laughs> just... Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to see I, it. I come out today, like, like I yeah. never want to see it again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because I was so traumatised. <laughs> oh, really? Which wow. Which is really weird. Cause, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know... Uh, it's too, I think uh, I'm speaking about it from a place where I'm just too new. Like, I've just watched it and I just want to pack everything in and quit forever. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I know. It's just so amazing. Yeah. It's such a step yeah. above everything else we've ever done, ever. <laughs> but like a win, and we should all just go home. And I, don't, I, don't, I really wanted to feel like really um, inspired by it, but I think maybe if I sleep on it, I will. I'll wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, this is the best film ever. It was amazing, but. Um, yeah. Oh, right from start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> and the animation was just so good. Oh, good. So good. Like the everyone was wearing robes and the robes were perfect. It was mm. just everything was moving with so much weight and, and realness. I can't and, believe yeah. the stop motion. And the scales and as well between the puppets just because I've seen the making of like you could, I think I want to see it in three D awesome. because of the scales might might be a bit more like apparent if you watch it in three D. You know, with like the big the the monsters? Yeah, yeah, the monsters. Yeah, the eighteen know. foot that were the skeleton is eighteen foot in real life. Amazing! Uh, that's oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, because you get the little. You get there was footage in the in the um in the uh, credits, wasn't there of them? Yeah, of, of the so. um of the skeleton, I think. Mhm. Mm I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that's right because I'm. I've also been watching like. <laughs> featurette so i was like there, there, right there was a up? tiny bit it was like a tease mm -hmm. like they started yeah. animating it and then uh um curtain ah. uh arrived because i love it when they do that like in the like in the in the box trolls mm -hmm. credits where they've got the yeah people animating them that's really cool it's like remind you of the process yeah it's so i when i, I saw it with um mark sternberg the guy who's doing a um or is in charge of our VR uh, stuff, and we the same thing happened to us. Like we sort, we both walked out in a daze, <laughs> and just walked down the street in New York City, just going like, 
Huh. And he's very <laughs> critical, you know, um, just uh, and the two of us had nothing to say. Like, we're both like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was, that's it. It was kind of the same thing. It's just like, okay, well, that's done. So, like, every other movie's ruined. Like, that's kind of like, like, everything's ruined. No, it's, it was so beautiful. The thing, and the main character, I mean, all of the characters are fantastic, but that main character is just so appealing, so appealing, like, from the very beginning. Like, I don't even know, right? I mean, acting and voice, but design? I, hmm. Yeah, it was. Keep getting these Irish accent come through. Though. I love it. I love that though. It was perfect. I don't know. I I thought that was perfect. I don't know what how even that works, but it just seemed to. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was like I I don't know. You you know how sometimes you you sort of be able to look at like something like this and go, how did they do that? How does that? How is that done? Like I haven't had that reaction in a long time to mm-hmm. something animated, yeah. but like mm-hmm. I'm just genuinely, genuinely like, how do you have? How, how did they make that? Like the flying, um, the aunties. Oh, they that so makes cool. them sound kind of cozier than they. Were. <laughs> <laughs> the sisters. The, the cold sisters. The cold aunties. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Like, how did they do that? How did they make them fly? How did they do that? Well, they do. I... They do use a lot of digital, don't they? Mm. There would be a pe- lot of cleaning from rig removal, wouldn't there? Yeah, <laughs> I can't I... imagine being a compositor. <laughs> I like a film. Because <laughs> it, it it amuses me because people were like, there's a lot of like sort of anti CG feeling in a lot of hardcore animation films. They're fans. They're like, mm. oh, I love I love two D animation. And I love um, love stop motion, but CG's rubbish. And it's um, mm-hmm. it's just, and I I just think you know it's not about the, it's just a tool. So I lo- you know I love hand drawn and I love stop motion as well, but it's all about the the tool. Mm. And um, the fact that the fact that like are able to do what they are able to do is so much of it is actually like using digital stuff, like even with three D printing. How how do they make the three D mm. printing? They use computers, so mm. <laughs> it's like so. Don't you know? Don't diss computers too much because it makes right. things possible, and it wouldn't it, like I think definitely like the water and stuff. There's lots of CG and stuff, and it yeah. the fact they bring it all together and it looks amazing. And mm. but I think I, I think the thing is is like it's maybe when people are sort of saying they're tired of CG. I think, and and I kind of Kubo kind of made me realize this, and I I can't think exactly what it is, but it's like the same sorts of shots you keep seeing, mm-hmm. and everything in Kubo was just like, it must have, you know, each shot like felt tailor made, like a new project. Like, I yeah. I, I mean it it was what it was it was such a good movie that it was one of those things that I didn't spend too much time like thinking oh well, I guess they. Uh, the mutt painting there and then they like I wasn't thinking like that when I was watching the movie but I noticed like that it felt so different and yeah it's 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 weird like you can't really 
imagine what that's like without seeing it and it's so refreshing when you do it's like oh they they're really making movies in a completely different way like the like the start when it's just um those two characters in the little cave on the cliff like that that just felt completely different (laughs) like to to any animated film i'd seen at least this year. Yeah, like you've definitely. never noticed that kind of relationship before. Really... Th- that, that, <laughs> that relationship, but also just the filmmaking, just like how it was like one set and then it kind of, it I don't know, it was, yeah, it was just refreshing, I think. No one makes a cave like Laika. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, box trolls, big on caves. <laughs> <laughs> Coraline. <laughs> got caves in it maybe um, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, so yeah paranormal has a cave of the mind yeah kind of, maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> it has awesome. a library <laughs> That's kind of like a cave. awesome three three out of four though cave of the mind it's a theme <laughs> <laughs> do you think like some people won't even know it's stop motion because yes it's so that's one thing <laughs> it's like i think that's why they i think that's why they end their movies with their um sort of like behind the scenes footage mm-hmm. because there is a danger like like uh danny was saying i think before we started like it's so smooth now the animation it's mm-hmm. it, it to to someone who wouldn't know any better the gap between it and cg is is quickly closing and well well i do know better and i thought that too when 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 right. i watched the trailer i think because i'm watching it on like a little handheld device or like my ipad or my laptop or whatever i'm watching it and it's quite small it looked so smooth and crisp and clean i thought mm-hmm. like wow they're, you know they're really really close to cg at that point what's the point why don't they just do it in cg and then to see it on the cinema screen blown up as you're supposed to see it and you see all the texture and the realness mm-hmm. and the, the imprints yeah. of the animators and the dust and the, the you know lighting. the bits that are moving that you didn't, see, you didn't catch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When, when it's small on your on your phone or whatever, it's so worth going to see just because it really brings that realness back into it. That yeah. physical, like this, you know, you're watching dollies. <laughs> yeah. Dollies are moving yeah. in real, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's so much like a part so of cool. the movie. Like the fact that it's this big... Mm-hmm. Like like a like a like a like a mixed me- like a calling it mixed media collage sounds like it's a scrapbook, but it, it is like <laughs> decoupage. A... Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But but it's because like it's such a creatively made film. Mm-hmm. You know, as, I th- as well like that's half mm-hmm. of it. I think I always yeah. say this, but I I'm curious what you guys think about this. <laughs> Is, um. I, I feel like it sort of impacts character design, design too, because, um, you know, the fact that they're um, sort of hands-on and for the most part, the animation exists in the real world. Um, I think that it, it seems like it gives, um, gives them more flexibility uh, with character design. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think... I think I'm not sure if there's like uh, like a certain group of artists or something, but something about the Beatles design was really mm. reminiscent of the Grasshopper 
in um, James and the Giant Peach to me. Mm. How they were sort of using these big, like, insect plates and little tiny beady eyes and facial features. So good. So <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> good radio. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, think, I think they're less restricted. Like, yeah, I think so too. Because probably because of the um, the rapid prototyping, as they call it, when they sort of, you know, each each faceplate is like three D printed. Um, they got some amazing expressions. That old lady, yeah, like some oh, of the expressions, yeah. like she was pulling, was so so cool. And that mm. that didn't feel restricted, like by the medium to me, right. No, I mean, I always wonder, I always feel like, it, maybe I'm totally wrong, because I don't know, honestly, it's just a sort of, it's a guess. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel like maybe just the nature of the, the nature of the pipeline for CG, um, strictly CG animated films um, might be almost more restrictive just because you have, like, the number of people working on it and the, mm-hmm. the, the fact that you have to have all those machines have to deal with the rig and deal with the... Um, the it's, it's a computing... Power. It's almost like a bottleneck created by com- the computers and computing power. Whereas if you're animating something by hand... I mean, obviously, a lot of prototyping and everything is done first in CG, but you're not dealing with... You're not dealing. You're not having to really deal with that as much. Does that make sense? I don't know. It's just kind of a guess. Yeah, I guess it's being de- dealt with in a different way. Right. Like, like rather than, you know, worrying about simulating cloth. Right. I mean, there's still obviously you have to be, animate. Yeah. Any compositing, to compositing, and rendering, and all of that stuff. Mm. But you're not. I don't know. I, and that's just based on stories that I've heard from. Uh, other companies about like rigs in general as they get more complicated you know that there'll be you know lag time uh on animation or i don't know it's just something i wonder about i would love to to find the answer i'll (laughs) yeah let's see find out (laughs) yeah it was it was something else it sure was and epic pretty much covers it i think (laughs) Animated epic stop motion, stop motion samurai film, quite unusual. <laughs> I like that though. I like yeah. that so much. It had real teeth. It was a proper PG movie. Yeah, definitely. It was it was bloody and scratchy and you have proper to be fighting. Quite, you have to you have to go. You know, you can get away with a lot in the yeah. animated you. So when it's something's PG, you think, oh, interesting. Where's this going to go? And I'm not sure if it's all to do with the action or whatever, or if much of it has to do with the themes and stuff as well. But Which, obviously, won't go in too much to. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's quite mature in places, I think, it's fair to say. There was a little girl <laughs> screaming in my screen, so... <laughs> <laughs> which really added to it. <laughs> which I, I thought was great. That's, yeah, but that's, that's like a stop-motion movie... Because the peril good. was really real, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. It wasn't just mild I really, peril. I was, I was afraid of all the characters. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> yeah. This is one of those books that you just go, I want the art book now. <laughs> oh, guess what, though? I have heard that it's pants. Have you seen yeah. the reviews on Amazon? <laughs> it should no, be the not. best art book of the whole bunch, shouldn't it? Really? I've, I've seen... I've seen <laughs> so sad about that. I've seen artists on Twitter mm. who are in the book saying, oh, I was credited with doing that and I didn't do it at all. <gasps> no. So like, maybe oh, no. it is a pants book. Uh, the reviews on Amazon are not favourable, which is so sad because it, of all the books, it should be the goddamn best one. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that... it's just lots of stills, lots of wow. stills from the movie, which is like I love. I love yeah. looking at stills I see, but I want to see all the working out and you know the stuff that they mm. before it was final. I like that. Yeah, I want to see all the sets and everything. The yeah, box shows one the was really good. Yeah, and the and... paranormal one was good. Mm. Why are our pants bad, by the way? <laughs> oh, because they're because you. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Things that are a bit rubbish or a bit lame. Not, that's a, that's the best expression ever. <laughs> Not to um, throw us on topic again, but that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I've never ever thought about that. Well, yeah, you don't do that until like yeah. an American says, "What?" <laughs> you go, yeah. Oh, you don't say that. <laughs> we mean. I mean, we, I guess we mean underpants. Yeah, yeah, we do yeah. mean underpants. British pants are underpants. American pants are trousers. So, uh, so that's, you say that's that, where the confusion the comes. That we definitely call trousers pants too. Just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I always get called up on that. that I've moved, I lived down south for like over 10 years now and I always get called up on calling. Even jeans I would call pants. They're still pants. I didn't but... know that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a northern thing. Must be. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sorry. It's educational. Did I, t- I forgot to tell you. Like, I just a disclaimer at the beginning. Like, sorry, I'm northern. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, so, not wearing pants means two different things. Well, I think in both yeah. cases it's not good news. Yeah, in both cases you're going to get thrown over the bus. Yeah. It's pants. Exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, someone, someone, linked, someone linked this morning to a, an article. It was I don't normally like BuzzFeed for various reasons, but it was an article showing Americans. Uh, British TV shows to see what they thought, oh. and uh, one one of them was Animals of Farming Wood, and uh, oh. oh my god, I loved that like, show. And they were like, "What the hell?" <laughs> we we <laughs> have discussed that on the show before, where we talked about the traumatizing nature of that that series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, they were they were very confused by that. And I also found out Americans don't know what the expression get your own back means. So, there you go. Nope. No <laughs> idea. What does it that mean? Like, it means get, you know, get revenge. Oh, get your, get own, your back. own back. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've got to figure that one out. I've got to figure it out. Yeah, because there, 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 <laughs> there was a children's quiz show called Get Your Own Back. And the kids oh, harsh. Got, got, got revenge on, like, parents or a, or a teacher or something. Uh, they, by setting things on fire? Oh, how? No, they like <laughs> like in a, they like went in a guns tank. <laughs> <laughs> we get off on some real tangents. Yeah, Kubo and the Two Strings though. <laughs> That's a movie. Not Johnny, pants. 
That's our official review. Yeah. Oh my god, that's what you should use instead of stars. <laughs> pants, not pants. Yes. <laughs> it would be. The... It would just be in reverse order. So. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> Official non-pants. Exactly. <laughs> All right. But you can read our official review, written by Jill on animationproducts.com, where unsurprisingly five stars AFA classic. There you go. Amazing. Right. Is is there anyone else? But is anyone want to say anything else about Kubo, or should we get into Arben? The reason we're here today. Ah. When was and their actual birthday? The last Sunday. You're a bit late. It was last Sunday, guys. We were recording a different show last Sunday. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. Nice. You missed the beat. <laughs> yeah, but you, you got to come on this show this week, so that's better. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's awesome. So, we are now going to talk about 40 years of Ardman. Uh, and we thought a good place to start would be uh, to say where all our sort of first experiences, if we can remember, that is, of Ardman. Um, and I think I worked out that mine must have been Morph originally. Uh, See, that's that's really early. That's good. Yeah, it was. That is. Um, that, is uh, that it wasn't. Apart from Eyed Man, wasn't. Morph, like one of their first projects. I think, yeah, I think it's like yeah. pr- maybe their first TV one or something. Yeah, yeah. He's like, so he's like their first icon. I didn't know, you know, I wouldn't have known who I were or anything. And I don't think it would have been widely known at that point. Mm. It was, you know, no. not until Nick Park started winning Oscars and stuff, and everyone knew who they were. And <laughs> but yeah, so the first time I probably knew would have been Wallace and Gromit stuff and maybe Creature Comforts as well they were about the same time weren't they uh, on the probably because didn't Granddaddy out go against go up against Creature Comforts at the Oscars <laughs> is that right? I think so uh, yeah so he he beat himself uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the only time he ever lost when he's been when Nick Park's been up for <laughs> a best animated short, the only time he's ever lost was because he won. He won it. <laughs> he beat himself, <laughs> which is quite impressive. That's how good he is. <laughs> Danny, when when do you think your first brush with Aldrin was? Oh, it's a really tough one. I do remember Morph, but I wouldn't have known what that meant. I think. So yeah. I think. If if I was going to, if you're going to pinpoint when you realised it was animation and you realised that somebody made it and it was UK, I think that would have been the wrong trousers. I rem- mm-hmm. I definitely remember watching Grand Day Out and absolutely loving it, and it's the one that I always cite as the one that is like the big inspiration. But the wrong trousers was the one that I think I was old enough to know what it meant yeah. when I watched it, yeah. and that people made it, and it came mm-hmm. from a studio. I, I probably didn't even know it was Ardman still, but. No. I definitely remember knowing that that's what I want to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But I think it. I've written a grande out, but I think I should probably say the wrong trousers. And I do remember 
creature comforts from my childhood before then, obviously, but it's mm-hmm. just nostalgia memories. I mean, I've, I've got the worst memory, by the way. Um, so <laughs> I, I wouldn't have known what it was. So I think oh, I'm going to say the wrong trousers. Yeah, I think it's really that was... Late. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I think that's when everyone sort of twigged. That was when they, they became like yeah. a worldwide... Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. thing. I must have been... Yeah. They, you know, probably would have been on the news about going up for the... Mm. About his second Oscar nomination or mm. whatever. So everyone would have gone, oh, look, it's Nick Park, the British guy. He was probably the only British Oscar nominee that year or something. And you know how the... <laughs> The news always has to good success for Britain at Oscars this year. <laughs> it's like it's all they ever care yeah. about on the <laughs> BBC <Yeah>. news. <laughs> and uh, Dan, I well, I you know what? I'm struggling. I think I was just born into a world where Hardman <laughs> was everywhere and Morph was probably <laughs> on. And I remember there were Creature Comforts ads. I I remember mm-hmm. the tur- the tortoise and the creature comforts yes. ad. I had a little toy of him. Oh really? Yeah, so did I. A little plasticky yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and mean, he said like his little thumbs up at the front. I think yeah. I got it in a cereal box. Yeah. That, that sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah. Because he had like <laughs> a really distinctive like look and and voice, and the advert was just like one long you know take of mm. of him talking. So. Maybe, maybe that. But also, I was watching like um, Grand Day Out and The Wrong Trousers all the time, as probably you know as early as I could figure out how to work the VCR. I was mm-hmm. watching it. <laughs> I was watching them over and over again. So, I, yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't think there really was like a oh, this is, this is. What's this? It was just a gradual thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were always and on every point, Christmas, weren't they? As well, yeah. so it's part mm. of your Christmas legacy <laughs> growing up. <laughs> At some point, they just became on every every Christmas and probably most other holidays as well. Oh, actually, do you remember the crunchy ad? You know the the Friday um, feeling one. Oh yeah, yeah. there was Ardman. Well, that that was like way back when I was in little school. All I remember was the song, but that was all like animated. I yeah, obviously wouldn't bus. have known it was Ardman, but that's one that like when I did then look into who made what when I was uh, wanting to be an animator when I was a teen, and I found out that that was that was Ardman Animations. I was blown away, <laughs> and the Lurpak Man too. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, did quite and I, was, I remember being really surprised finding out that it was Arvin that made them because they were, well, now now I can, you know, it's dripping in the Arvin style. But mm. back mm-hmm. then I was like, no way, that's not Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know when it was made, but I was later aware of the, um, is it Sledgehammer music video that Nick Park did? Oh, for, yeah. yeah. That used to be on <laughs> quite a bit, just like on... Oh yeah. Uh, who's they play that at the remember. party, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, claim to fame. Went to the album 40th anniversary party. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I have to say that my my entire like secondary school experience was 
but I was woken up every morning by morning Robert, time for walkies with my alarm clock. <laughs> um, yes, I that's think my so brother cool. had that alarm clock. Oh my yeah, god! I had, Memory. I had the, I had that alarm clock. I had a Have you seen this chicken T-shirt? Um, so yeah, <laughs> yes. Wallace and Gromit were quite a big part of my growing up. Mm. It's fair to say. Yeah. Oh, did anyone have the? I remember. I was probably like a little bit too young to have it because everything I made out of it was rubbish. But there was like a a model kit, like a plasticine model kit, um, for the wrong trousers. Mm. And it was like a, I did a have that. it was like a yeah. it, it was a model kit, and you could make Wallace Gromit and Feathers McGraw. <laughs> and I made lots of grommets <laughs> and a few feathered magors, but every, I remember every single time I tried Wallace, it was a disaster. So hard. <laughs> I mean, I was like four, so they were probably all yeah. rubbish. But... <laughs> but yeah, I remember like quite early on getting a sense of like how it was made, like that they were puppets and. In a weird sort of way, yeah, it like was that. Probably on Black Peter or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It and was that's like... probably when we we found out that they were made out of plasticine. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for some reason, like the the fact that, uh, like more than any other type of animation, there was a sense that, I mean, it sounds kind of arrogant, but it was like, oh, I could do this, like, or 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 I understand how they did that. And there was yeah, kind of, there, there's, a, there's a kind of closeness that you get from that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that it's made from quite everyday materials. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. like it's, you know, the the model making is just out of this world. But something about the fact that you know how it's done kind of makes it a little cosier somehow. I the materials seem accessible. Completely agree. Mm. Yeah, and the fact that it's something that you play with when you're in primary school, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You know how it feels, or you, yeah. How you, yeah, you. There's a connection there for sure. And most importantly, how it smells, mm. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. and how it tastes. No, I, I sort of didn't eat that stuff. <laughs> no, the smell put me off. <laughs> exactly. Oh, really? Love the smell of plasticine. <laughs> I I am um, in preparation. I rewatch. I thought, what am I going to rewatch? So I rewatched Shaun the Sheep the movie to bring it oh, really <laughs> right up, up to date. Real. And uh, yeah, and I did notice. I did notice that I, for some reason, I was sitting there thinking, oh, I've just remembered the, uh, in the Pirates movie with the Blue Peter badge for some reason. And I go, oh, look, Shaun's got a Blue Peter badge as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't know why that came into my head, but it just did. Yeah, it's the it's was... the sheep uh, uh, the, when they're wearing the school uniform. They have a blue Peter badge. He's got a blue Peter badge on his sack. sack oh, really? He takes when he goes to the city oh. as well. Yeah. So Amazing. I don't I don't know how he got it to be honest because he's a sheep. Uh, I guess the farmer <laughs> yeah. was on blue. I think Peter. they just like to put one in every film. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably why they go on blue Peter. There you go. At least they did. <laughs> For our international yeah. listeners, Blue Peter is a um, British television program that's been on since like the sixties or something. Yeah, that's long. a <laughs> that's a sketchy title. Um, 
So <laughs> it's so funny because the Waltz and Gromit, you know, but I think before I talked about how Waltz and Gromit, how I hadn't really watched or I hadn't really watched a lot of Ardman stuff, I mean, um, until I saw that, like when I was sort of focusing on that animation. But that's a lie because the um, Peter Gabriel music video. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sledgehammer. <laughs> was I watched that about a million times like everyone else. <laughs> um, I didn't even, I didn't, I, I sort of, for some reason didn't put that together and I was just talking to someone about that earlier, but um, now like sort of looking it up, I'm like, oh, right, 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 right. That's something. So I, I figure like, well, it's a grub it on, on TV in the US, right? Yeah, so... no, not at all. That's the thing. I mean, well, at least not, uh, as far as I knew, I mean, I did go for a long period of time where I was just um, not watching any television. So <laughs> if it was, I sort of missed it. But I think Rachel mentioned that too. Like it wasn't really something that mm -hmm. we were exposed to. But then later on, when I was um, really diving into animation um, out of interest of, on my own, you know, and, and on, on online, that's where and I was really like, oh my God, this is hilarious. This is amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, that was when I, but yeah, I, I just um, more recently um, made the connection, just remembered it just now, the um, Peter Gabriel uh, music video. <laughs> yeah, that is a huge influence on everyone. That was a, a big, big deal. Mm, yes. Um, this now is as good time as any, I, I suppose, to say, Danny, you worked at Ardman. What, what was that like then? How did that I How did did you get in? Oh well. <laughs> How did I get in? Um, I can say that everything you would ever hope Ardman would be, it delivers and then some. <laughs> like absolutely adored my time there. I worked on um, the pirates in an adventure with scientists, so it wasn't really like anything that was immediately recognisable as Ardman when we first started. Um, mm -hmm. When I got my interview, I got told to read the books by an author oh. called Gideon Defoe and so then that it. was when my first clue that it wasn't kind of it was a new IP is what I'm getting mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. so I went off and read the books and stuff and the books are really really funny if you ever get a chance to read them I totally recommend them I've read the um, first one. Oh, really it's so like, funny yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love them <laughs> I, I had read it before they announced the film and oh, really? I read it and, thought, so and cool. I thought this would be a great film and it should have Brian Blessed in it. And then, <laughs> then I read we got to meet. and making a film about it. Oh, wow. it was so cool. When I, when, um, so I got an email because I applied for a job there on the film. I didn't know it was for the film. And then I got an email saying, like, um, this is what the project is. Can you come in for an interview? And because they told me, I Googled it. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm running all over Bristol. Like, I, cause I was so excited, so excited that like, <laughs> it was an Ardman interview. I was running around Bristol trying to get the books from the library. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> in Bristol. Uh, just so I could read them before before my interviews. Just, just in case they asked me a question. <laughs> I wouldn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> so funny. Oh, I was so cute back then. Um, I'd... And yeah, just w walking in for my interview, I was I was so excited. Um, it was up at the Aztec West Features Department, which is not the big posh gas ferry road one that everyone knows about and you see on the news quite a lot. So it's up in this big warehouse, North Bristol. And there's, um, I, I walked into the reception and there's this big like 
maquette of a pigeon <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the Ardman style from Creature Comforts like up on the wall covered in bird shit or <laughs> 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 like plasticine style with like, fingerprints in and stuff I was like oh awesome and then in a glass cabinet is the Oscar <laughs> it's wow. like, be cool be cool and they took me through to um, a the canteen I think to get a glass of water before my interview started my interview was like a whole day it was a, a test yeah. and uh, I was I was in like they just parked me on a sofa and just said like sit here we'll get your coffee and I was like thank you very much and on the wall is like a paint like a drawing of um, Wallace and Gromit signed by Hayao Miyazaki <laughs> drawn oh, by Hayao Miyazaki nice. I was like oh, it's so cool it's, it's like a toy shop it's like working in a toy store I got a little tour before my test began so I got to see like all the puppets and stuff and it, it just it got better every day from then wow. <laughs> So on um, on the pirates, I was a CG animator. So my uh, my my test when I went in was like a full day of just CG animation, just to see if you could get the Ardman style quick enough. You got like a little briefing from the animation, um, the head of animation, Lloyd Price, and a line of dialogue, which was Darwin's dialogue, and you just had to animate for the day, and and then that was the test basically. So I got to spend the day there, and then once then I was working on it. Um, it was this is really cool because it's going to tie this back to Laika. On the Pirates, it was the first movie they did where they employed these the replacement mouse system, uh, the RP yeah. animation pipeline, which is obviously what they they used at Leica. In fact, the lady who set up the department in Leica Animation came over to Ardman and set it up for Ardman. So we were animating in CG the mouse and the the mouse shapes, and then they would be printed out in RP and used for the animator to then like we would animate them, and the animator would know what mouse to put. On what wow. frame, like it would print out like a dope sheet. So then they could they concentrate on the body performance of the whole thing, and it would speed up production. Now, like Leica has since gone on to <laughs> just really push that whole system even further by printing um, colors, haven't they? Like like the was it oh, Paranorman? Whether that was the first one where they printed like gradients and textures and and stuff, so that they. The, the process would be like it would come out hand hand like it would look hand done already it wasn't yeah. coloured like her lip glossy lips and stuff would be printed whereas on the Ardman pipeline because it was quite new the they had a whole team of people having to clean up every single mouse and then hand paint every single mouse <laughs> before they were oh. even ready to be animated with and each each puppet had like an ginormous amount of mouse that we could animate with <laughs> which is really cool and I absolutely loved building new ones as well, which is <laughs> a pain in the ass with the the people who had to like paint and you know do that from scratch. And um, one of the really cool things was like we would watch the animatic over and over and make sure that we were always ahead of like any changes and stuff. And if like a shot was coming up that had something a little bit special that wasn't part of their like generic mouse set, like there is a a good example, a good example, a good example. Um, a good example of Pirate Captain blowing a kiss. So we didn't have kissy mouths. We had like ooze and stuff, like ooze and uhs, but not. So we, I did a test with the ooze to see if the ooze would work, and and then Pete said like that's not quite perfect. Like I really want a puckery mouth, so I had to build like puckery mouths, and it was really cool to watch the movie and just know that I had like it's my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I did like yeah a few for the the monkey as well, like and Bobo, that were that I'm had to sorry, yeah that had to be this. like so that was really cool. Um, so that was like this. A, we were a tiny team. We were a team of three facial animators, 
And awesome. so we got trained like the animation team. We we were always invited to the animation briefings. We were always like we had like an animation meeting every two weeks where they would do shot of the week and then watch through the footage that had been shot and talk about like if we were nailing the performances and stuff and some of the lead animators they were in charge of like the performances of Darwin and Pirate Captain they were like obviously the most important ones would would just say this is really working or like let's try and stay away from this kind of thing so I got to just witness so much of like how I'd make a film and I got to meet so many like hero animators that have worked on everything it's just a dream come true literally like laughed my ass off all day long for <laughs> two years it was just the most wonderful place to work and obviously because like just working on that film I a lot of the animators that worked on pirates now work at Leica. so at the end of Kubo I see like people who I know their names on the big screen was really lovely so um yeah, that was pirates. <laughs> I would That's absolutely awesome. love to go back as well. Like it's just such a cool little place. I got to do some background character animation as well because like they couldn't make every puppet. They had uh, crowds of pirates for the Pirate of the Year awards. Like the the crowd would have been a CG crowd, so I got to animate like on twos and CG, which is really fun. I got to play with like the Ardman rigs. <laughs> it was quite That's good. Cool. So yeah, that was my part on pirates. It was awesome, and I got like because of that, like um, I got invited to the Ardman's fortieth anniversary party. <laughs> Which, oh, that was fun. That was really like I walked up to the front doors. There's like a big red carpet outside the Colson Hall in Bristol. They've taken over the whole building. There's like lights and everything, and they've got like these three strong men with like the best mustaches I have ever seen wearing these <laughs> tiny little like leopard skin hot pants <laughs> these cute little hunting outfits and they're like lifting each other up and lifting barbells and stuff and generally just interacting with the crowd and yelling stuff and I was like oh, classic woman. <laughs> that sounds so odd somehow I, that isn't it isn't it That's, everyone was saying the same thing like I can't imagine a um, party without strong men now. <laughs> it was really, really good fun. Yeah, they they pulled out. They certainly pull out all the stops and reward the people who work there. Definitely. Yeah. So. Was the, the Wednesday um, day there? What? Yeah, we got Wednesday. We have got every Christmas. <laughs> we would get presents <laughs> all the time, and we got Wednesday in our um, in our Christmas presents, which isn't that sweet. Um, yeah, they were oh. always rewarding us. Like if, even on pirates i remember one day we all got into work and it was like oh we're all finishing at lunchtime and we we're like why and it's like oh because the 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 ukulele orchestra of great britain is coming to give us a gig <laughs> 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 so we were all in the country and like like 15 people playing the ukulele like loads of really awesome ukulele songs just random things like that um brian blessed actually came in for wow. for like what one like his puppet his character in the film was the pirate king and he's like, of course, a bit bling. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's <laughs> the king of all pirates, and he's his his character is really blingy. And it took a he, I think he was the last puppet to be finished, or or, or what, like the last major significant build to, to be done. So when it was finished, they must have invited him in to meet his character. And we all got brought up to the canteen for some reason. Like no one really knew what was going on we were just like everyone in the canteen at 11 o'clock and we're like okay okay like, all piling in and like there's a crew of about 300 is probably 300 
in total over the whole film. I don't know if there was 300 there on the day. Might be telling porkies. But there was a lot of people in the canteen and we're, and we're all like wondering why, what's going on? And then you just hear like... Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can do a boom. Brian Blessed justice. But like we had this... Hello! And we're like... <gasps> what the hell is that? <laughs> and he comes bounding in through like the, uh, the, the, the door of the canteen stops there he's holding this puppet by its leg like waving it around and everyone's face is like <gasps> what's he doing and like peter lord is like give me that give me that, give me that. <laughs> i'll hold that <laughs> you just you know you, you tell your stories and so we had like a bit of a brian blessed tells his stories kind of kind of it was hilarious he must have been there for half an hour but the funniest thing was was the uh, there was a girl there for the week doing work experience and it was her first day <laughs> And she was like, <laughs> like right next to him. Like it must have been like an absolute accident. This happened, and he was like, he just grabbed her, like grabbed like his arm around her the whole time, and he's like yelling at us all, telling these stories. He's like really animated guy, right? And this girl's just. Like, <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I mean, definitely. And I just can't imagine what she must have told her parents when she got home. <laughs> like, how was your first day, sweetie? <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> I got accosted by Brian Blessed in the canteen. <laughs> it was great. It was uh, and there's there's loads of stories like that. I got to meet um I got to personally meet Imelda Staunton. I didn't forget. Wow. Imelda Staunton was the voice of Queen Victoria in the film and she came into our department. Because like Queen, Queen Victoria, she's got very, she's very angry lady. <laughs> I think I don't know. Like in our film, she was, and uh, like so she had like quite a lot of mouth work. <laughs> she had a lot of mouth, and <laughs> and yeah, like Imelda Stone's like the sweetest little button of a woman. <laughs> she wanted to meet everyone. She came on for a tour, and 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 like quite often, like the big stars who would come on studio tours wouldn't go everywhere they'd go on the floor because that's the cool bit where all the puppets are and the animators are the rock stars kind of thing <laughs> and we were in just like little scene department and then, yeah Melton Staunton was like no I want to meet everyone so she came around and we got to chat to her and she was so sweet I think mm-hmm. I think even um, I only saw the back of Hugh Grant I just saw him like just get back into his car and I'm like oh but actually we got to see him he came to the premiere in Bristol they had the premiere in Bristol and we all got to go and Hugh Grant came and personally introduced every screen of the film like we had every screen booked out and everyone could bring their I think we had like a plus two you could bring your friends and family nice. so I got to bring my family along see what we'd done and it was like it was so cool they they decorated this whole huge cinema like all sandy beach style like pirate styles Ooh. pirates everywhere and yeah, like Hugh Grant came and introduced this every single screen, and it, it must have been staggered. So like he would come in at the front, thank you everyone for all your hard work, kind of thing. Peter Lord dressed as a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good fun. That was a good good night. No, I think like I liked the fortieth party bit. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, big uh, big childhood dreams and all. It was, it was just perfect. Wow. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go back in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said, like um, it was interesting you touched upon like the uh, uh, the stop motion and CG sort of. It's a very rocky relationship. They need each other, but they mm-hmm. don't like to admit it. So I know <laughs> I, I just finished on uh, Chuck Steele is a 
very physical film and I think the director might more has fought and fought and fought to keep it that way like it would be so much easier if he employed some some CG support but he wants it all handmade and hand sculpted and stuff and it's all shot on singles so yeah look well, I've worked on two stop motion films now as a CG <laughs> like both <laughs> times I've had very different experiences <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Wow. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> well, that um, that pipeline from uh, like CG specifically for faces, um, from CG to stop motion is um, fascinates me. I mean, just like the nuts and bolts of it, you know. I, I um, yeah, I that's know. really fascinating. I mean, because it's just so interesting that extra step to sort of push the project into the you know real world of stop motion like hands-on yeah um puppets and and I, uh, I just, yeah what is that i mean i mean maybe it maybe it's a boring question but like is there <laughs> like is there a spreadsheet is it a computer who's like does the internet like get a box of faces or, you know what i mean like you kind of touched on this a little bit but i'm just really curious about that like oh, you're good, you're gonna love this then okay great because um <laughs> So where we're animating, we're using a great big facial library. So every mouth shape that we create, we can then save out. Um, and then it's it's sort of like you just go and shop in for a mouse. <laughs> it's really oh. funny. So I, I just like so you press you just press this shape. I want this one on this key kind of thing. And then yeah. you know you you rock onto your next mouth shape and, and play it back and play it back and make sure it looks all right. Now that then once that was approved and uh, it was all animated, it would it would print out a dope sheet. With wow. the um, with some, every single mouse would have an ID, so mm -hmm. the animator then would know. They'd just have a big long list of numbers. Wow! <laughs> so that list then automatically got sent up to the mouse librarian, <laughs> which is uh huh, uh -huh. exactly. <laughs> this is beautiful. I was hoping yeah. this. And then she she <laughs> she lived in this like library. It's like just shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves of like it looked really boring on the outside because it's just shelves of brown boxes. She wow. was amazing. She knew where everything was, and obviously, like it wouldn't go as smoothly for every shot, every single time, and there would be like a mouse shortage on like this really popular mouse. Yeah. <laughs> so she would ring down and be like, "We don't." Have... She'd ring down and she's like, "We don't have sixty-three. Have you got six? Can you use sixty-four? Is sixty-four going to work?" And I'm like, "I do." Open my shot, change the mouse. I was like, mm, "It's not really working. It's not really an A. I I I'll try something else." And I like I reanimate it, and I was like, "Oh, cool. Have you got mouse 15? And she's like, "Oh, I'll check mouse 15. Yeah, I've got mouse 15. That's fine." I was like, "Do that then." <laughs> and then she would run around like these shelves, grabbing little mouths out of little boxes, and just create like this little, like bespoke, just little set that was like sectioned up, and each mouse was in the box. In fact, I got to. Oh, I wish wow. I could send you. I don't have it online anywhere, but I did. I'll get to that anyway. So since she would take the little box to the set and that would just be delivered to the animator, here's your mouths, here's your list. <laughs> and they would then just follow the list with their little box. And it's like a little chocolate wow. box. That is it's awesome. Like sectioned off like little chocolate. <laughs> that is awesome. So cool. On the very, very last, on my last day, I worked really closely with an animator called Andy Spilstead, who's absolutely wonderful and he's worked on a lot of stuff. And because I did most of his shots with him, he was on... Uh, the pirate with gout quite a lot i think i remember um he uh we, we were great friends by the end obviously and he he came to me and said do you want to animate my last shot and i was like oh, on, on the floor like like stop motion like really 
<laughs> and uh, it was, his last shot was a shot for the um, DVD extras. And it was just, it was explaining the mouse replacement system. And it was a mouse talking in one of these mouse boxes. <laughs> so it was perfect for me because I've been, I was like, I know exactly what mouse to use. Because <laughs> by then I knew them all off by heart as well. <laughs> and yeah. it was just this little mouse in the box just, just, just saying a line about like the process, what it was. I'll have to send it to you. I've got, I've, I've never put it online because I'm not a stop motion animator. So it's never made it into my CV or my... My, but like I've got it for me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I love to show you. It's really cute, and that's what the boxes look like. The boxes were like little chocolate boxes, and each one had a mouth in it. I've actually oh, I probably shouldn't admit this online, but I did. Um, I got given one of where is she? I don't know. Um, Cutlass Liz was my favorite character, and I did all her lines, and I've got one of her mouths. Oh, <laughs> nice! I've got a lot. I've got a few Arbin trinkets actually. I've got like a a tomato plant from. Curse of the Were Rabbit. <laughs> Don't know if I should that Yeah, cool, huh? <laughs> and when we finished the film, we all got presented with, you know, the Pirate of the Year award in the film? It's like a big golden skull yeah. with a red gem eye, a red ruby eye. We got, every single one of us got a Pirate of the Year award. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is horrible. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. It was ace. So, yeah, does that answer your question? Like, I love that there's a mouth library, right? Uh, that is... There's a mouth library. Perfect. That was that is exactly <laughs> what I was hoping for. <laughs> Seriously, I've been so curious about this. Oh, that's great. Well, that would then that list that got printed out would then just double up as their dope sheet. So then, like, I, I loved what I did love doing is um, after the shot was finished or, like, if I ever had to pop on the floor to, like, deliver one. Or just like, oh, here's your dope sheet. Like, I always looking around for like to see how each animator does it. You know, like how, yeah. how do they draw their pauses on them, or do they just scribble notes? And like often they were like just decimated with notes and scribbles and, and drawings right. and thumbnails and stuff. And I just loved seeing that. I loved seeing how like my my systems all on the computer, and then yeah. going onto the floor and just seeing it all really hand done was so lovely. It was really <laughs> cool. Incredible. So cool. <laughs> so cool. I could just listen to these stories. Yeah, so they all invested night. quite a lot in RP machine. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great if they used the system again. I don't know if they, if they have. I think because since pirates, they've been working on Sean, and Sean is very plasticine, and there's no need really for replacement mouths. So I don't know if like what the, the equipment that they invested in for it is. I don't know what happened to it. I wonder if they sold the RP machines or if, or if they've still got them for huh, a rainy day. Huh, they man now, aren't they? <laughs> so, perhaps they're using them on early man. I don't know. I wonder I if... I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not from no. Wonderford. I wonder what they're doing. You know, because I just, I just spoke with, um, you know, uh, um... Armin Nathan Love is going to be part of the Best of Fest in September. I just yeah. confirmed that like the other day, and um, but I would love to know. We, we haven't talked about um, specific content, so um, but you know that what I said um, to Joe is like you know you have so much content like that's going to be extraordinary. I mean, they could potentially do an entire presentation, but I wonder what exactly they're working on. You know what they're using the New York 
what they're working on in the New York office or what, or if there's a work, like, I don't even know, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen it, but mm. I'd be curious, to, I'd be curious to find out, you know? Um, yeah, and, yeah, me too. Yeah. That, that was, um, it wasn't, well, um, it was yeah. quite a surprising measure. Yeah, oh, I agree. Because they've always been by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and so when, when I heard the news, I was like, wow, that is amazing. And I, I don't know if this is true, but maybe they feel like they've never broken the American market in the way that they have for British and European. Yeah. So it must maybe their foot in the door on over the pond, maybe. I'm not sure. And I've yeah. no idea what they'd be working on over there. Because, like, Nathan Love was a company mm-hmm. in its right. own right making films and advertising. Is that yeah, right? for advertising. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It'd be so interesting to see what comes out of that. I know. Yeah, no, I was, I, it was a surprise for me, too. It's, it's interesting stuff. I mean, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> there, I did when I went to Annecy this year, and their short film that they released when they announced the merger, you know, the one with the floppy mouths all to music? Mm-hmm. That yeah. was in mm-hmm. the animation competition. So, like, that's obviously their first project was that, and that's yep. around on the festival circuit, which is cool. Yeah, they're um, just, that's what he was talking yeah, about. I can't wait yeah, that's what he's talking about, maybe focusing on. Um, uh, because that's a project that he was involved with. But um, I would absolutely love to see how that was rigged. <laughs> yeah. I saw it and was like, oh, imagine the rigs. I want to I wanna play with that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Well, uh, yeah, we should. Well, we can talk later about uh, um, qu- compiling questions. And uh, yeah. maybe you so want to start- in the presentation. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the idea. That's the idea. Um, uh, maybe, 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 uh, you know, maybe you could, maybe you could help moderate via Skype. <laughs> but it have to be up at three in the morning. <laughs> so strengthening existing networks. <laughs> so why not? Uh, well. <laughs> amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So exciting. Um, um, I think if there was any album project that I would love to go back and work on, I think it would be Chicken Run. I absolutely love that film. (laughs) Yeah, it is amazing. I've I've rewatched it like in the last few months sometime and I hadn't seen it in years. (laughs) And like to go back to it, it's like so great <laughs> it's so good isn't it like babs is my all-time favorite chicken in the whole world <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and it it occurred it hadn't occurred to me until re-watching it like most of the cast is women and that's yes. you know because they're chickens <laughs> and it's like yeah <laughs> and that's you know that's rare <laughs> it's like <laughs> They they just got like virtually every famous British actress, like <laughs> to do a voice. I know and what a dream team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a chicken dream team. <laughs> that was actually I think the first art book I had as well. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. I think yeah. I have a chicken art book. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Which one? Um, which one would yours be? Which one would you? You're like your dream Hardman project to work on be? 
I love Curse of the Way Rabbit. <laughs> oh yeah? I think it's just one of the best animated movies ever made, hands down. Oh yeah, just, that is really It's just perfect. My <laughs> I love Lady Tuckington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the the um yeah, the little rabbits and just yeah. yeah, that movie. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, I think mine would be the wrong trousers. Oh, like just to be around when they were coming up with the idea of feathers McGraw. I don't know how you come up <laughs> with that idea. <laughs> he's a character who doesn't speak, and he's kind of menacing. It's like how do you how do you pitch that? How do you convince he's someone? He's not kind of menacing. He's frightening as hell like he's oh, no. so sinister yeah but i mean like at this like when he first moves in he's just like a bit of a weirdo but uh, i don't know and then <laughs> and then to be like around when they realized like yeah. okay we want to do a chase <laughs> and, then, and then like to see i don't know like the story and i've i um uh, one of my friends has like the story the storyboard book and the boards for the um, the chase, the 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 the, the, ch- the train chase at the end mm-hmm. are, are mm-hmm. incredible. And yeah, I just kind of I want to just I I'd give any I give anything really just to have like been <laughs> able to sit like in the corner of the studio as they were working on that. I mean, it would have been like boring because stop motion, <laughs> <laughs> stop motion. Take <laughs> But um yeah. yeah, just like that's just one of the best chase sequences ever in any uh, you would have been excited. I think you would have been excited for with every little moment. Because oh, you know, yeah, you've course. been on you've been <laughs> you know, you've been on set or at least I know I've been on set of Zerk because I haven't done really any stop motion myself and um uh, it's all then just you know either CG or like digital um, Pandora and stuff, but or whatever the tw- whatever all computer stuff. But um, but I've <laughs> I've been um I've sat and been transfixed watching other people <laughs> going like I can't believe I, like for an hour <laughs> like um I don't know there's something about it's like watching someone play with toys but you know mm-hmm. except you can sort of follow along. They can sort of follow along with what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's very magical. Um, it's very magical. What do you think about? Um, I'm just curious. Have you guys looked at any of? Well, it, it, there is a. It just seems related. Um, there was a program in um, virtual reality, and it's super. It's not sophisticated at all, at all, at all, at all. But um, someone was coming up with this demo where you can um, sort of create animations within the virtual space. Like and like stop motion style? Kind of, except Manipul- very rudimentary, like in the way that like like early flashes. You know what I mean? We're only talking about like sort of tweens of objects. We're not necessarily talking about like posing um, out models or anything like that mm-hmm. but um setting up cameras within the space and lighting and um say like tweens or objects in motion but isn't that interesting 
because um, it just makes me think about what could be possible. I don't know. It's just a little bit of a brain twister. I know. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That seems like yeah. all I don't it Yeah. I mean yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know the, the the part of me that has like, you know, some years in the twentieth century sort of <laughs> thinks why not just do something motion? Oh, I know, totally. No, I'm with you 100. percent I know it's very. It, it seems like it's um, crazy. It's yeah. I don't. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. It's exciting and horrifying at the same time. <laughs> I do not understand it. <laughs> Back to the wrong trousers. Yes. Is is there any more emotional, emotionally destroying scene than oh, wallet than Gromit? In the rain, oh, in his little Mac yeah, outside. Nothing. No, there's, there's no. If you, to this day, this is why animals in the rain make me sad. They know, grab it. Yeah, and it's just the genius of them being able to bring the emotion of scenes like that. And, <laughs> And yeah. and also with Fevers McGraw, the evil, the pure evil of that yeah. penguin. <laughs> he didn't even have any that eyebrows, penguin. and yet he's, I no. am terrified of him. <laughs> he, he doesn't have, he, does he not have eyebrows? No, he's just got little no. black beady eyes, that's this it. Is, this is like why the animation is so <laughs> good, because I could have sworn, like, I remember, I guess his expression doesn't change, but... Sometimes he looks such a smarmy git. <laughs> and like he has almost got just one eyebrow raised. <laughs> yeah, he he's... Little eyelids. He must he's, have had something. He's just he one of their best yeah. characters. Yeah, he's... he's um, yeah. That movie just, though, like the... The, the, the mood... Mm-hmm. Is, is amazing. It's it's like a real movie. I mean, it is a real movie, but I mean, it's 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 half an hour, but it's packed. Yeah. With. But it's an mm-hmm. emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the way where he's always done like Hitchcock movies, basically mm. in the little shorts, and then then with Curse the Were Rabbit, it's like Hammer movie. It's mm. <laughs> it's just amazing. Mm. I'm just, I, I love, what Illy I Man's love the set. Like. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> A new <laughs> Nick Park movie. Oh. Yeah, 80s away of trouble. Um, does anyone remember Rex the Runt? I love the Rex the Runt. Wiggly. <laughs> Twiggly. Yeah. Rex yeah. the Runt. I have to bookmark it. Was, it was quite controversial at the time because it was their first adult sort of <laughs> it was like on, on at like 20 past it was, yeah it was kind of a some, some well it had it it was like the simpsons mm. or something it had it had um i just remember people writing to the radio times being shocked <laughs> like, he said bum wow. <laughs> <laughs> in, in an ardman thing he said bum <laughs> and that's that's as far as it goes it's a, he says bum and crap and that's it <laughs> and it's like oh, they're swearing in an ardman that's funny, and it's, but yeah, Jesus. I love. Yeah, I was like, I got hold. 
you know, years ago I got hold of the, because um, it was never released here, but I got an import of the um, complete collection on DVD from America. And you just oh, get wow. these little 10 minute episodes and it was just, they did two seasons or two seri- seasons. That, that wasn't released <laughs> here, but it was released in America? Yeah, it was, you could, o- at one point you could only get it like on iTunes. It was the only, I, it was the only place you could buy Rex the Run. I don't oh. know if they released it on DVD eventually, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was an import, and it was like, oh, Rex the Run, <laughs> with all the um, the uh, British comedians as as cropping up with the voice roles. Yeah, it was good. pretty amazing. I love the style as well, just the little flat. Mm. It just looks like a little flatter thing. <laughs> just like when you're making three dogs, <laughs> and they've got a pet dog. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason <laughs> called Vince and in the first episode they go into his brain <laughs> in a shrinky submarine yeah it's mm-hmm. amazing and it's got a yard in it at one point so yeah amazing at least one oh. point <laughs> yeah that was great and then they did like a collection of Ardman's Dark Side or whatever. <laughs> I, I had know, that DVD. Seen... Yeah, I remember that. What was on that? Like with the Angry Kids. Angry. Oh angry yeah, kids Angry Kids. Like... Mm. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was really weird. Angry that Kids. That was hilarious. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. Because they used a mask, didn't they? Yeah. Mask on, like a yeah, and did the stop motion on on the mask. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's creepy. Wasn't that like released so like really early online? It's like really, oh, really? early. Yeah. yeah. They were like little minute or two shorts and they were released in one of the early video sites like Oh yeah, Adam Films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think uh oh, wow, I Yeah. Yeah, no they're not uh, I don't think they're not around anymore, but they were real um they were like the go to. Hmm. Yeah, that was way back. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And then, yeah, and then Sean the Sheep, a couple of years ago, the movie, <laughs> well, the TV series, but I haven't seen a ton of that because it's like on children's It's TV great. So. It's, you can watch it <laughs> yeah. all on, um, yeah. if you have Amazon on... Prime. Oh, it, yeah, the, yeah. It's, it's all yeah. on there, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Shaun the Sheep's brilliant. I think it's so cool that they got to do what they wanted with that. And the movie, where it's like, it's a silent, it's just a silent cartoon, like a silent movie. Mm. Yeah, they're really funny. I love Shaun the Sheep. And um, it's been mentioned on this show before, <laughs> but my favourite joke in the Shaun the Sheep movie is the duck where he's meeting up with the duck and he, he bribes the duck with, with some bread and he counts the bread like it's money. <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> I just love that shot. It's amazing. Brilliant. Are you, are you a stop motion animator? No, I'm not. No, it's completely out of my... <laughs> I, I've always been a 2D person. Through, through. Yeah. <laughs> always drawn, that's it. I can't... I, I can't. I'm not practical like that. I can't do models or anything. So. Well, I think I've me, got like witchcraft. Uh, I think you've either got like this 
CG or digital or hand-drawn brain or mm. the straight-ahead stop-motion brain. <laughs> mm. I, I think I'd be leaving things mid-blink everywhere <laughs> just because there's a lot to think about. Yeah. I can't imagine being a straight-ahead animator in that way. Like, there's Especially like Ardman, the world's so populated. There's always more than one character in the background, yeah, or it's, like it's, even it's on just pirates, too, there's like a big tavern scene. It's just way too daunting. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I know. I won. I'm not patient enough. I don't have the patience, <laughs> and you must have to think about, like you're saying, you must have to think about more than two things at once. And I can barely handle one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like you, Chris, I, I, I don't know if this is what you were saying, but I just, I don't have um. Um, what am I, what am I saying? Anything I, anything I try to make physically, is yeah. a complete disaster. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that part of my brain just there's a wire missing or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a totally different creative yeah. thing. Um, obviously, a lot of the people who do stop motion can draw as well, so that's unfair. They can, really. they, yeah, they can draw. And... <laughs> the, the, the thing that I didn't realise is, and I guess it's kind of obvious when you think about it. The, I mean, stop motion animators are also amazing model makers because they're constantly like remodeling mm-hmm. the. Mm. Um, is it okay to call them puppets? Is that what they're called? Yeah. My cat's puppets? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. My, my fellow's a puppet maker. So oh, okay. <laughs> it's totally allowed. Okay. <laughs> Most of the animators call them dollies. Dollies. <laughs> so, my friends always say, and he's just a dolly waggler. So what are you looking at me for? Still, I'm still bitter about the whole DreamWorks splitting up with. Like, well, I know it was a mutual thing because they weren't doing so well, but like they didn't, they didn't do enough of them. Do you I'm know sure. what? They should have tried. I'm hard. not that bitter, and I don't know too much yeah. about what happened, but I don't know if they weren't the best match anyway. I'm, I'm not particularly sad about them not. You know, Jeffrey Katzenberger not having any Jeffrey Katzenberg having any hand on going, Hey, can you make a melons? <laughs> Whatever. Or do they have to be sheep? <laughs> Whatever they, um, they do. Yeah, I remember um, hearing a story from, from someone about them pitching Curse of the Were of it and him just like not getting it. Like uh, the fact that it was basically about vegetables. <laughs> Oh, cause, because they, originally uh, Nick said, Hart wanted to call it yeah. the Great Vegetable Plot. Mm. Um, I guess, yeah, the DreamWorks people were like, no way. No, you can't have that. No. Well, because yeah. we have, already have the Great Pumpkin Patch or, <laughs> in our culture. The Charlie Brown. That's true. But even, even with the New Deal... Uh, pirates had to be called pirates in a band of mits, mit, a band of misfits because you can't have a film with scientists in a title in America. <laughs> apparently. Oh really? That's 
Stressing. I, well, I guess... Yeah. Sad, isn't it? That? Yeah, it's, that is kind of sad. I mean, the books are still called that <laughs> in America. They're still called sci- Adventure with Scientists. Mm. Mm. But I guess yeah. maybe... I don't know, like if the creationists had got a whiff that Charles Darwin was in a kid's movie. <laughs> he's kind of the villain. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I love I loved Charles Darwin in, in that movie. He's he's a real... David Tennant, little uh, link to earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all relevant. It's all relevant. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> all on purpose. He has got a plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it's all planned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It sounds like we're just making it up as we go along. Hey, it was <laughs> intelligently. Full circle. <laughs> like a banana. But yeah, I, I, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like a banana. Oh boy. Perfect for the human time. But like, particularly looking at, at how Sean the Sheep, the movie got made. Chris, I don't think that would have happened with DreamWorks in the way it did. Yeah, that was with Studio it was, Canal. It was and, a complete yeah. silent movie. And mm-hmm. I, I'm i so... I'm just still like amazed that it happened exactly the way it did. <laughs> I still love the fact that they actually cast known people to do all the, all the noises. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Omar Jalili's grunting, wasn't it? And the bad guy is called Trumper, which I thought was quite amusing in, in, in re- retrospect. Oh boy. Yeah. Horror. Horror. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I just rewatched that last night. In preparation. Um, and you know what? Even when they've done non, non, uh, stop mo- well, non-traditional stop motion, I really like Arthur Christmas, I have to say. <laughs> I do. I like Arthur Christmas. Very sweet, sweet. Film. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think I watched it every cast. Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the grandpa's amazing. Damn, what a, just I think great they shipped everyone well. out to LA to make it as well. <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That was the first Ardman film directed by a woman as well. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> just to, I guess. I guess just to finish up, um, if you had to, can you possibly choose a favourite? <laughs> That's not fair. Wow. Look. A favourite thing they've ever done. Uh, we didn't. Oh. We haven't. Oh, man, That's purple and brown. It's amazing. We haven't even talked about that. What's purple um, and brown? What? Sorry. What's purple and brown? Oh, <gasps> it's amazing. Hang on. Have you ever watched no, them? I do. I just didn't. You know might recognise it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I think Chicken Run. For me, yeah. I think I don't know. If I want, that might not be the answer tomorrow, though. <laughs> no, that's a... but you're making me pick one, so I'm going to pick Chicken Run. I think, followed very, very closely by Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Curse the Wearer a bit for me. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Dan, you just can't. Um, <laughs> but you have to. I, you have I can to. say Wrong Trousers because it was just 
the thing that I watched the most, and every time I watch it, I'm just surprised by how funny and cool it is. I don't know. It's, yeah, I think it's wrong trousers for me. Awesome. So, happy birthday, Ardman. And here's to happy many birthday. more years of, of awesome stop-motion animation and looking forward to Early Man from Nick Park and everything else they've got. There's going to be a Sean the Sheep sequel at some point, I know. Um, but I don't know what, what's next. What's can bigger a, than the city? Can we have another TV? What's bigger than Ooh, the sorry? city? What's bigger than going to the city? I don't know. It's not that big a city, really, is it? It's. I mean, it feels like it's, you know, it's not London or anything. It's like Bristol, a, probably. Sort of. Yeah, it's probably Bristol. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um. I I don't think that they they're not making a series anymore. They've stopped making a series. I think. Oh, have they? There's a new. I think there's a new one on now. Is that the last one then? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know. That's well researched. <laughs> things up like this, I, I, I should do research more. Um, but anyway, it's been a fascinating and fun conversation, and thank you very much, Danny, for joining us. It's oh, been an absolute delight to have you on, <laughs> and it, and you know, we couldn't have chosen a more perfect guest to talk about Ardman with your experiences and 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 your enthusiasm for Ardman. So. Aww. Thank you, and and if you ever want to come on again, we'd be very happy to have you on again. Oh wow! And, thank uh, you. <laughs> I think I've done all my bits now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we do before we wrap up is we like to uh, let everyone know where they can find our stuff online. Uh, so. Danny, do you wanna? Or you could just plug your Twitter or and your website and stuff. Or yeah, sure. Anything else? Um, my my. If you want to watch my animation or contact me about uh, my work, I have my personal website is dannyabram.co.uk. So that's really easy. And I am always, always on Twitter at bintikins. Awesome. And Dan, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at hamu. And Yvonne? Um, I'm on Twitter at isnare underscore inc. And um, as always, if you'd like to submit a short film to Animation Nights New York, um, please do. You can go to the website animationnights.nyc. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're in the New York City area, please come to the uh, animation, Annie Best of Fest September 29th and 30th. Awesome. I'm Mr. Christor on Twitter and Facebook. And you can also follow the site at AFA Blog. You can follow us on Facebook. You can join our Facebook group. You can also find us on Tumblr, Pinterest, uh, YouTube, and also Google Plus. And there, that's about it. Um, and of course, animationforadults.com. And thanks for joining us. And we'll be back very soon with another episode. Uh, good night, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.